policies in many instances either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, where one is affected by every twitch and grunt. August 24th, 2013, and welcome to episode number 27 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the you in color commentary with myself, Mr. Paul Swickard, and with me is our resident Canadian, Mr. Ryan Murphy. Ryan, hello. Hey, how's it going? It's very American over here. Well, it's because you're still in the States. It is. Well, I think I'd take America wherever I go, which is kind of scary for countries that <laughs> don't necessarily like America. Yeah. Is that what Americans like? I remember hearing stories of Americans like putting Canadian flags on their backpack whenever yep. they went abroad. Yep. I've heard of that too. <laughs> yeah. So you guys probably don't have to do that anymore because nobody hates you anymore. That's exactly right. America is once again, the greatest country in the world. See, that's everybody think... likes to say. No. So, let me ask you something, man. Let's right off the top. Yeah. Whenever you hear that, that's a very common saying around here. Very common. Like it, it, it's almost an insult if you don't acknowledge it. So tell me, when you hear that, what does it make you feel? That America is the greatest country in the world. It, so you agree? No, <laughs> oh. I don't. To be honest, like you guys have a lot of issues going on. Like, is there really any country that's the greatest in the world? Like they all have their problems. Yeah. Well, it's funny because there's no metric that you can gauge in which that would be a true statement. Yeah, like it's You know, like what is it? it, it is it literacy? Is it mortality rates? Is it I, there's no way to prove it. Well, I, I think if you were to like okay, in order to be the greatest of anything, you have to be great the greatest country. So if we look at the country of the United States of America, you have to measure on every metric. You have to measure on deaths you have to measure on population uh, what you know internet quality like everything internet quality Not, i mean those are the big three right but everything so what but i'm sure if you measure every country by everything and i'm sure there's a study out there that's done this but if you measure a country on everything and just rank them all i'm sure like it'll just even out you know because one country is going to have a strength higher than america like if we look at Healthcare, for example, Canada is probably oh, you higher. Went straight for healthcare. This, well, it's because oh, it's the easiest. You, Canada or or gay rights. Uh, you know, let's go up there too. I mean, the, the states is definitely lower. So, like, <laughs> you have to look at somebody who maybe has a high uh, health bill. Would they say America is the greatest country in the world? If you have somebody who wants to get uh, married <laughs> to another man or another woman when they're a man or a woman in that order. You know, would they think the United States of America is the greatest country in the world? Probably not. You are being way too rational right now. And and that's the problem <laughs> is that most people who say America is the greatest country in the world is because they're your, not by rational. By the way, it has to be acknowledged. You automatically went to Hick voice. Yeah, because those are the people who say America is the greatest that's country in the true. world. That's not true. That's not true, actually. Football uh, fans, too, probably. <laughs> but there's a Venn diagram of football fans and Hicks, and in the middle there's a... Uh, I don't know what's the Texas. Uh, I couldn't think of a, a team to make fun of and say they were. In you the are middle. just pissing everybody off tonight, aren't that's you? That's my that's my goal. 
I thought there was a Canada Nice thing that's supposed to be happening here. Aren't uh, you supposed to be like be amiable to like everything? I spent all my nice points this morning when I was like trying to make breakfast for everybody. <laughs> okay then. Uh, speaking of nice points, mm-hmm. I don't know what the I don't know. Uh, Anthony Weiner. Oh, the weekly Weiner. <laughs> the weekly Weiner. We he has a few things to say about poor people. Do we have a bumper for that yet? Uh, no, uh, I have ideas. I showed you, or I, you listened to one part of it, and I have a couple of ideas. Uh, yeah. Do you but think? No, uh, I, I, it's one. It's on my list of creative things that I need to get done. So, do you think, like, well, I mean, Wiener's going to be around for a while, but do you think we'll have a bumper before Wiener goes away? Like, I think That's the weekly Wiener <laughs> is going to be around. Well, when's the elections in well, New York? Hey, who says? You know what? I'm going to put it out there right now. Mm-hmm. Who says that it has to be Anthony Wiener? Our weekly wiener could just be the the douchebag congressman of the week. Well, like we, ah, you know, I, Bill I Thompson. Think, he's our weekly wiener. I was going to say, I think half our show last week was the weekly wiener because we went right from wiener to that creepy mayor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, he retired. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was. He quit. Good for him. Um, well, not really. He well, First of all, he admitted nothing. He said, at no point did I sexually harass anybody, which is fine. See, the thing is, completely independent of anything else, mm-hmm. the simple fact that he asked San Diego to pay for his, to pay for his lawsuits, that in and of itself tells screams douchebag. Like, that, that alone is enough to make me hate him. Yeah. But, yes, he quit. Well, good for him. So he quit. Uh, You know, maybe. Do you think it was that video? Excuse me. The video, the 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 Robin Thicke video. So is it like is him quitting similar to what people wanted him to do? They wanted him to resign. Um, Do you guys mayorless now? How's that work? I am no. We are not mayorless. Mayorless. So you're not. San San Diego Diego is San Diego County. You're in. You're in one of the sand cities, aren't you? I'm in Los Angeles County. Is there more than one sand city? Yes. There's San Diego. There's San Francisco. I knew there was one more at least. (laughs) San. There's a lot of them. San Martinez. Ah, San Martinez. You need to stop. Do I? Okay, what about the weekly wiener? What did you yeah, well, Let's week? talk about the weekly wiener. Let's, you know what? Let, I will, you can interpret this freely. The point that, that we wind up getting to here is the fundamental numbers of the number of people that are struggling to make it in this city are manifest. We are losing middle class jobs and we're creating jobs at the very low end of the spectrum. We're creating a lot of restaurant worker jobs and poor people jobs. We have to stop that. We have to try to make this a middle-class capital again. That's why I've got education policies that get us there, tax policies that get us there, and, of course, the health care policies that I've laid out previously. And your previously. plan? Okay. So, so he said poor people jobs. Poor people jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I, what's funny is that I, a lot of people, at least that I had read, really the, the part they hate the most is that they lumped a restaurant worker in there. Right. Because I mean, especially around here, like it is very like the whole, the whole uh, you know the whole waiter thing that they are also trying to be in some sort of entertainment, like in Hollywood, absolutely holds true. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I was in an episode of CSI once. I was that dead body. Okay. How would you like Again, your burger? <laughs> Again with the Hick voice. No, that was a little more sophisticated. 
no, that was worse. I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, it absolutely holds true because restaurant workers have flexible hours. They work they work at the restaurant during times where most people don't, right? Mm-hmm. They work on Friday nights. They work on Saturday nights. Well, a restaurant so, worker job is, is like you said, it, it supplements another passion or uh, yeah, education. I mean, those jobs are, are, are very vital to, like, I mean, I'm sure New York has its fair share of, like, high schools and, well, obviously, but colleges and universities where there are students that need to make a little money on the side. So I think poor people jobs is a poor way of wording it. I mean, it is. whatever it, happened it, to it, low it really, income, you know, like, can't you just use that term? It is. It, it's the, I think it was the, I don't think it was so much the content. It was the manner in which he chose to say it. It's very easy to say poor people jobs. I mean, like, <laughs> no, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. It's just, I, I, I know he, he was wrong here, and probably the. No, he's not. Yeah, it's, you're not playing devil's advocate at all. You're being even. You're being level-headed about this. Oh, oh, there goes my Canadian thing again. <laughs> I need to get that checked. Um, yeah, you know, I. I think we're stretching this weekly wiener thing here. Hey, where, where's his? <laughs> where's his uh, publicist? And why isn't his publicist saying like, uh, "Wiener, um, you know, I get what you're trying to <laughs> oh say." Oh my god! You but just, you just okay. You need to say low income. That scenario jobs. absolutely has to be where his publicist and every all of his staff call just call him Wiener. Like they don't call him, <laughs> they don't call him Sir. They don't call him anything. They just call him Hey Wiener. Hey Wiener. Keep it in your pants, we know. Wow. Um, yeah, so... this, But in our other stories about this guy, we already know that he is just bad with words. Like, he just he doesn't know how to talk. You know what's funny is that it, that's a good reason enough not to want him for, uh, for any sort of office. But see, this is the thing. Like, uh, talking's one thing, but acting is another. Has he proven that he's he can be a good politician or you know he you know what before from what i recall he did try to do some good yeah that's what um, i'm thinking like why but, aren't people uh, focusing he's on not that? he's even the problem here's the problem mm-hmm. even if he would get elected as mayor of new york which won't happen even if that happens he will not be able to get anything done because he will always be the guy that tweeted his junk huh like you it, it just no one's going to take him seriously. That's that. I think that's a core problem here. So yeah, it, it just he's last. He's like fourth out of four in the polls. So we are, you know, New York is in no danger of this happening. But yeah, you know, I, I'm actually quite shocked that he's still in it. Like he still hasn't announced his leaving. Well, it looks like the elections on September 10th, so we won't we won't have much more to withstand (laughs) oh wiener moving on you know what you know what i think republicans don't like republicans do republicans like anybody they do oh see that's the thing they like money is it republicans are not evil and they're not not all of them are dumb it's i think i honestly i i feel like TV would have me to believe that most Republicans are dumb and I know, evil. I know. So, well, part, that is because of a very liberal slant on entertainment. 
Okay, Paul, here comes the Republican voice coming out of the Paul here. It's like the liberal slant on me. Okay, Fox, keep it in your pants. No, no, no. no. I'm not (laughs) talking about, excuse me, I am not talking about the media as like a news entity. I'm talking about entertainment. Sorry, I was trying to be mean. Uh, Sorry. I know. <laughs> I'm telling. I'm trying to clarify for people who may have taken it exactly the way you pretended to take it. I like to think I. I think a lot like our listeners, and I'm just helping I, them out. <laughs> like uh, they're like yelling at their iPod. Like, come on, Paul. That's terrifying. No, no. But seriously, like that is why every single big name actor feels the need to get into politics, and they all have an opinion. Very mm-hmm. few of them are conservative. There are some. Don't get me wrong. But they are few and far between. Like that whole – do you remember that whole Clint Eastwood thing? Maybe you don't. No. What happened to Clint? He did this bit. Was it the chair thing? Yes. Oh, yeah. He was talking to an empty chair. And this was during the – I think it was the Republican National Convention. Right. But, yeah, that was really – that didn't land very well. I didn't see the but clip, yeah, but the, I knew the fallout, like the meme afterwards where people were talking to empty chairs. and Well, the thing is, is both – most actors and actresses are very are very left leaning, which is fine. It's just you know whatever, but that's just kind of the way it is. So when you have a lot of these, um, when you have a lot of these television shows or movies, the Republican or the more conservative candidate is generally painted to be the bad guy. Mm. That's I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. I think a lot of people uh, around the world see that that painted picture you know like like for me personally as a canadian in watching you know a lot of american media and just not news but just like tv shows and and movies and stuff the the crazy republican texan governor who wants to rule the world guy you know like what was it all the way back rule the rule guy oh no not him what's the guy's name from looney tunes um the guy with the guns Texan. He seems I don't like know a, what you're talking about. No, I'm talking there about are, okay. Someone there saying, are a lot of Texans with guns. You're gonna have to narrow it down. But in <laughs> in the Looney Tunes, in Looney Tunes, like what's the guy's name? Yosemite Sam. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> reminds me of a crazy Republican. If if he had po- political views, he would probably be the crazy Republican. Um, I don't know. Emails what go to info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. <laughs> I'm sure, like this is like if we could get a Republican to write in, and I'm sure they're totally normal, or else they would have stopped listening I, I, a long have, time ago. I am not. I see that's the thing, man. Is I, I'm not entirely liberal about everything. Nobody I, is. I don't. I don't even know that I'm entirely liberal. Lib, liberal. <laughs> liberal about liberal. most things. Yeah. It's just there. Are these a lot of times Republicans take stances that I just straight up don't agree with. And that kind of goes to the point of the story. You ride the middle. You're the middle I, guy. I'm, I'm right there with you. Like I, I, it, it's just it's like okay, like the essentially the story is there was a poll conducted for Republican members of Congress that Republican voters oppose sh- uh, shutting down the government to defund Obamacare. So, but they're doing it anyway. So b- they're voting. These Republican Congress people are voting against their own base. And I don't know if they care. <laughs> huh. Like, like Congress is really taking it in the teeth right now. Like, even like, dude, even it's actually 
I can't even say right now because it's been a while. Like a, a lot of people right now are complaining about how Congress is doing absolutely nothing. Really? Like they're just bickering. Yeah. Um, it's actually kind of crazy. The last time I, I saw Congress bicker was in that Lincoln movie. <laughs> Was, I know, right? It was really interesting. It actually kind of reminded me in that way. <laughs> That's the only time I've seen Congress is in the Lincoln movie. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> well, I guess maybe in uh, House of Cards. But, I mean, if Kevin Spacey was in the Congress, I'd watch it every day. But, um, yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't understand this. Like, I don't understand people who, who want to get rid of Obamacare. Like, sure, it increases your taxes a little bit. But how could anyone be opposed to that? Like, because there, there's a lot of reasons, man. I think – you know what's kind of scary and what kind of terrifies me? What? Is that at some point, if this fight goes along long enough – and it's going on. It's been going on for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I mean really long as in like 50 years. I don't mean as in like you know hundreds. But if this goes on long enough, it's going to come – there's going to come a point, if we're not there already, where this is just going to be personal. This is just going to – it's not even going to be about ideals anymore. It's going to be, no, you hurt me. Now I'm going to hurt you kind of a thing. Well, it probably didn't help that Obama put his name in the thing. Uh, does he actually call well, it Obama? No, he doesn't call no, it Obamacare, does he? No, that was branded. Oh, that's so dumb. It's just, it's just easy for people to remember. And were was it Republicans that came up with that name? I have no idea, dude. I don't know where the origin came from. I would. I but would yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It does not help. Yeah, it, it, to support Obamacare is to support Obama, and they want to make want it made clear that they don't support Obama. And I think that's like I'm sure the people running trying to get this uh, the health care law through aren't calling it Obamacare because they know that. Well, see now, now see that's the thing, man. Mm-hmm. We're not even talking about whether this goes through. This already went through. Oh, this is a a freaking just a uh, strategy. To try to make it so that they, um, so that it doesn't have any money. The fuck is wrong with your country? I don't know. I if don't something know. goes through, like like it doesn't that mean it was supported? And what? So now these. Uh, so this degree. does sound personal in the sense that they they are trying to literally crush it by taking money away from it. Like, yes. Yes. No. Me. That that you you hit it. I mean that is exactly what's going on here. You, and there, it, it has been reported. I've seen articles pop up that people who were suffering under past healthcare laws are actually benefiting not, from this new law. Are they not? Well, here's the thing, man: is that I don't. You, I'm not even sure that if this will help anything. I'm just glad that we're talking about it. I'm glad that this is actually taking some sort of some sort of front and center. So you. So from that statement, it sounds like you are in favor of. National yes. healthcare. Okay. Yes, because okay, because here's the, here's my take on it. Okay, healthcare is one of those things that isn't a choice, right? Yeah, I you know I remember, and everybody has a medical story like this. I remember one time I got a nasty infection. Okay, like a, a sinus infection, and I waited way too long to go to the doctor. By the way, <laughs> and, don't we all? Right. So, and uh, you know, and I finally went, and they gave me a crap ton of antibiotics. Okay. And if I had not done so, it would have been possible for me to die. Right? Right. Like, it is possible for you to die of infections. Like, this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So if I, had, if I had kept going and I didn't, for whatever reason, go 
to the doctor. I would have, uh, you know, chances are pretty good. At the very least, the doctor said that my eardrum could have burst. Ugh. I know. That sounds right? awful. I know. So I don't view that as a choice. I had to do it. There was no other option for me. There mm-hmm. was none. It just, you need to do this and you need to do this for others. Like you need to do, like any family member, any rational human being is going to go get their broken arm taken care of. Right. And that, to me, automatically skews the numbers in terms of capitalism. Because the capitalistic ideal is to make money. That's what they do. And it's so messed up. Like, I could, we could talk about this for a long time. But part of the problem is, is that the same procedure, like we'll say getting a broken arm fixed, changes very much from hospital to hospital. Mm-hmm. without much rationale as to why. Like, it just kind of is just set by whatever whatever entity in the hospital decides it's what, uh, whatever it's worth. Right. That is not a free market, first of all. And it just it, it makes things, like, crazy expensive. Huh. Like, 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 okay. An arm-breaking incident without insurance? That's, like, a thousands of dollar venture. See, Easily. I, I broke Easily. my arm and it cost me zero. It, all it cost me was time. It didn't cost me any money when I broke my I arm. I would be really curious. Like, okay, you guys have public health care, yes? Yes. Okay. So just curious here, and you can give me broad strokes. Sure. It, do, you, do you pay, does every citizen pay a percentage of their income to pay for their health care? Or how does that work? Is it is it a tiered system? What's going on there? My understanding is that uh, is that a certain amount of our taxes go towards healthcare, but also it benefits us to have some sort of like health insurance through our employer as well. Like drugs okay, cost so those, money, so those two things are not mutually exclusive. Like you still have health insurance, yeah, health your insurance company is- as well. Yeah, health insurance is still useful because there is a certain level of, of care required that's going to cost money. Like, just because we have health care doesn't mean, like, oh, I break my arm. Now I get two weeks paid vacation in a nice hospital bed. No, that I costs think, money. I think, that, I think that some people around here think that's how it would work. And that's why I think, like, I think that you guys are a little, uh, you know, scared about this because you're like, oh, my God, as soon as we have national health care, my taxes are going to triple, which I don't think is the case. I think it's minimal. But the benefits are, are are there. Like you said, you made a perfect point. Like having a broken arm for most people is not a choice. Unless you're like a star of jackass, then you probably are choosing to have your arm broken, you know? So in that sense, it's like it should be something covered by your government because, to you know, when I think of the United States of America, I think of a community, uh, a very strong people that would help their fellow man no matter you know what you know like look at the boston bombings you saw the way people reacted and helped other people and all that fun stuff so when yeah i hear that happen all the time exactly so when i hear people say national health care is the worst i don't want my taxes to go up because some poor guy broke his arm like this is this is not american i think that's the complete opposite reaction i would think you guys would be more than happy to help each other out and when i see stuff like you made a good point that if national health care was imposed, then, you know, it's not very capitalist because you're not making thousands of dollars on a broken arm, right? So, but 
I always I always thought of the United States of America as like a, a community of people who want to help each other out. And when I see stuff like this where they're trying to squash, like you said, Obamacare probably isn't doing a lot right now, but it's a first um, step it's, in many. It's doing some. I mean, we just had a kid mm-hmm. and there were some things that forced insurance to, there were some things that we needed to do for him mm-hmm. that wouldn't have been paid for otherwise. So it kind of forced insurance companies to cover certain things. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it, it has affected my life. But you're right. And in, in, it's not doing a, like, we're not rolling in money just because of Obamacare. Yeah. And we've talked about this before, that when, when national health care was sort of proposed in Canada back in the 60s, we had the same reaction in a sense, like, oh, this is communist. This is not oh right. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear one more person say that this is communist or fascist or both. But I'm just saying this is the, we had the same reaction. And, no, and I know. It took, I know. it took many years to get to where we are now. And I think I think this is a good time to start for you guys to just buckle down and say, okay, this well, is positive. See, this that's, is good. That's interesting. It makes me feel a little bit better about the status of us. Well, it, it – yeah. I just – I – I never understood it, and and uh, I also don't understand people who think, oh, national health care in Canada. I'm gonna, you know, if I'm in vacation in Canada, I guess I don't need travelers insurance. You know, it's like it doesn't work that way either. It's a. I have it's I have heard stories of Canadians visiting the United States where if they were hurt or injured in any way, they would actually just go to Canada to get treated if they could. Well, we we. Uh, it's very highly encouraged when we go to the states to have travelers insurance because we can get stuck with a good amount of money, like a good big bill. If we, uh, um, like through my oh. work, I'm covered when I when I travel. So if I were to, when I was in Utah, if I were to get hurt, I would be covered up to a certain amount of money, or even up to a point where, you know, the insurance company would pay for me right. to fly home to get treated, right? If I could. Um, and I mean, it's 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 just you know the reality is is that it costs a lot of money to be healthy in the states, or rather to get healthy, get back healthy. If you're already healthy, you're set, right? You're looking at this shit and it's like, I don't want my taxes to go up. I'm a perfectly healthy human being, and I've, you know, I don't drink, I don't smoke. I'm not gonna, you know, but <laughs> it's just it's it's confusing to me. No, I hear you. Man. Boggles my mind. I know. But that is not to say, sir, that Canada has the corner on everything. No, we have our fair share of issues. Have you? Right. We like like hockey a lot. Like knockoff donuts. See, this story surprised (laughs) me, actually. (laughs) So there's this this bakery in Manhattan, which I I have not been to New York, so I have not. So I don't know what this is about, but it is a big deal right now. And it's their, their they, this bakery sells a thing called cronuts, and they're supposed to be basically the shit. They're supposed to be the best thing, and there are lines around the block to eat these things. It's basically a croissant slash donut put together. Right. And, it looks delicious. I want one right now. And people, like even famous people, have tried to like cut in line to try to get these things, <laughs> and they've gotten like chewed out as a result of it. I think I've seen this story, like uh, basically, story do, before. Basically, don't ever cut in line in New York is the takeaway here. Hey, I'm waiting in line here. I'm going to let that marinate. 
<laughs> anyway, that's anyway. good New York accent. I say, I say all this. I say, I say, good. Okay, go. All this because <laughs> uh, you Canadians should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> hey, uh, at least twelve Canadians contracted food poisoning after eating knockoff cronuts. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I heard a follow-up story to this, and um, it might not be the the cronuts. I think this. Oh, it was a, the cronuts. Well, I think it's a similar story in the sense that a lot of people were getting food poisoning at the CNE, and it was this restaurant and another that they had narrowed it down to. They actually shut both of them down, I think. But yeah, we don't. We I guess we're not good at cronuts. I guess you, not. How do you I don't ma- know. How do you make I- something that makes people sick that? I don't know what a cronut is, to be honest. It looks deep fried. Well, it like I said, it's just a mix between a donut and a croissant. Mm. So, I mean, it, it looks, from the looks of it, it just looks like a glazed croissant with some sort of filling inside and a glaze and like a, a frosting type thing on top. So, I would imagine that they just use bad ingredients. That's really, <laughs> I don't think it was anything about the cronut itself other than the people. Other than Canadians just using ingredients that they didn't know were bad. I was going to say this story kind of seemed a little um, like, hey, let's make fun of Canadians for trying to knock know, off right? the cronuts. And I'm like, oh, you crazy Canadians. How dare you try to be American? When really it's like it's crazy that you're taking a story about food poisoning at the CNE to uh, <laughs> to this sort of level. Actually, this, this reminds me um, of a story that came out of Toronto this week. Which caused me to kind of vomit a little bit because uh, I don't know. Remember we talked about Rob Ford, the Toronto mayor who was supposedly smoked crack. Oh yeah, 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 and he took pictures with the crack dealer. Yeah, which that was awesome. Stupid, but um, he uh, he arm wrestled Hulk Hogan at the Fan Expo, which is going on right now, and he won supposedly. He won an arm wrestling match against no Hulk way. Hogan. That's what I. That's I have photos to prove it. I guess not a chance. I'll look it up. I'll put it in the show notes too. No way, brother. Listen here, Rob Ford. Uh, that's not Hulk Hogan. That's somebody else, isn't it? You're you're channeling a bit of Macho Man, I think. Listen here, brother. I'm Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh God! All right, you need to stop and move on. Oh my God! This ad is playing. Um, and yeah. I'm not going to click on that link because then you'll hear the ad. That, oh, good point. Sorry. We'll check it out after. But yeah, uh, we don't make cronuts, I guess. And really, New York is not that far from Toronto. So, freaking lazy people, you deserve to get food poisoning. <laughs> uh, great. We go back to the <laughs> blame America first tactic. Not really. I, I'm on your side. I'm saying, hey, go to New York and get real donuts. Pot. Yeah, let's talk a little. Speaking pot. of munchies, mm. there you see, there you go. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So, legalized marijuana has become quite the topic recently. Yeah, uh, it's almost it, up there of, with the the you know legalizing gay marriage. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Crazy. a lot of states have have introduced it in various ways. Like more and more states are allowing doctors to prescribe it. Uh-huh. Um, which is a good thing. Colorado straight up said it was legal. Um, so, so wait, I, in Colorado, I can go, I can go to Colorado and and legally like get high. I don't know the rules, but it sounds like it. Yeah. Huh. Um. 
I need a book of so I what I don't know. Okay, what? And uh, please inform me. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with marijuana in Canada? Uh, it surprisingly has been coming up a lot in the news lately. It is, it is criminalized here. You, if you are found with marijuana, you can get charged. If you are selling marijuana, you can get charged and go to jail. If you are growing marijuana, you can get charged and go to jail for a very long time. Right. Um, there are little rules that kind of, you know, protect, I think there's like a, this might've changed recently, but I think when I was a kid, there was like a, a first possession under a certain amount that you would just get it confiscated and slap on the wrist kind of thing. It sounds a lot like America, actually. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, really, it's just to kind of like cut down on... We, we spend a lot of money, actually, uh, criminalizing marijuana. And yeah, then we, we do, too. Uh, <laughs> and really, like, I don't know what your thoughts on marijuana are, but we've talked about this before. Whatever. I don't care, to be honest. N- neither do I. I, like, really, I really don't. Like, I do not care. If I... I to me, this doesn't have any more addictive quality than alcohol. I mean, we have to regulate it. Like, you can't say, <clears throat> well, like, we have, just like we have regulations for alcohol, you, you can only sell alcohol at certain venues. You need mm-hmm. a license to sell it. You need, and you can't drive while you're drunk. Like, all of these things need to be in place. But yeah, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I can I, never, the thing is, I, it, like, me personally, I can never smoke it just because I have asthma. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I mean, it would have to be a, a, brownie situation but <laughs> funny enough that's that's also Stephen harper's excuse why he would never smoke marijuana is that he has asthma and yeah you, you make a good point like you know you can there are other ways of uh getting it in your system but um per, i was talking to ashley about this and i mean personally like i'm sort of past the point where i would like i'll have a drink here and there i don't smoke um yeah. but like i'm at a point in my life where I, i'm not really interested in you know getting high you know, I don't drink to get drunk. I drink to just, you know, have a drink and relax, right? So in that sense, I think, I, I think the people who – I think a lot of people would adopt the same attitude with marijuana. Yeah, and I'm just like marijuana, sure. Like there are arguments against keeping it legalized and there are a lot of arguments – or sorry, a lot of arguments to keep it illegal. But there are a lot of great arguments for legalizing it. But – um Anyways, here in Canada, more recently, it's been coming up a lot, and Justin Trudeau, uh, the liberal leader who is going to be running in the next federal election, has done a huge interview with Huffington Post where he has detailed that he has smoked marijuana while he was in office in the House of Commons (laughs) as an MP. And you can imagine that he got some heat, but he's been running a campaign. And I mean, this is I'm going to be perfectly honest with everybody. I like the way this guy thinks. Um, he, you know, I, I am not saying who I'm going to vote for, but like, he's definitely better than a lot of the politicians that are around in Canada because he speaks his mind. He's honest. And therefore I can trust him a lot more than what I can trust the other two party leaders. But anyways, he has said that when in 2008, when he was, or no, 2008 was when he was elected, but I guess he was at a dinner party he was hosting at his house. Someone brought marijuana. They passed it to him. He took a puff and he passed it on. Does that make him a bad person, Paul? I no. I, I no. I did not say that. No, I didn't. I didn't say. I'm just asking if you agree. I, 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 but he's get. He's just he's getting a lot of heat for it. And there he, was back back in the day when Clinton was elected. Mm-hmm. He a very similar, not quite the same, but he, he they they the campaign against him was very much that because he admitted that he smoked marijuana when he was in 
school. Like, and that was like, and it was literally, you know, a, a clip of him admitting it. And, and do you really want this man for your president? Like, okay. That kind of thing. And that was, that was a long time ago. I, I mean, I, I don't know how much of the landscape has changed since then, but yeah. I understand the argument that a, 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 an elected official that has been put in place to defend the laws that are, that are, you know, to abide by the laws that are set in that country, it makes sense for them not to do something that is illegal. But I think at some point you got to start asking, like, do we need to update these laws for for the time period we're in? Like, if we look at um, gay marriage, another thing that, you know, Trudeau has been apl- – I saw another article just recently with Trudeau. This has been Trudeau heavy, but he was uh, applauded by um, – He's like one of the few guys who I know – like, hey, Trudeau, yeah, that guy. That's because we talked about him before. I mean, if we were to talk about Harper, really, there's just not a lot going on because he hasn't done anything stupid. I think he's on vacation or something. But <laughs> ah, slacker. Yeah. Well, actually, the, we could talk about that in the sense that he's uh, uh, prolonged some sort of, I don't know the term, but basically he's shut out uh, the, oh, man, what is it? Like the House of Commons won't be back in session until October because he's canceled the session in September or something. But we could, I, we can talk about that another time. But anyways, um, uh, uh, Sulu George Decay was applauding Trudeau for his stance on marijuana and you know how Canada has updated their laws to sort of reflect you know uh, the need for you know gay marriage and how marriage just shouldn't be between a man and a woman, all that fun stuff. Um, so he's getting he's getting a lot of heat, but he's also getting a lot of positive attention. And All right. I had asked I had asked I could ask a lot of people this, but I asked Ashley like, you know, she's kind of not really for marijuana being legalized. And I said, you know, if on his many list of things he wants to change when he gets elected, one of the bullets is possibly try to legalize marijuana. Does that make you not want to vote for him, even though he's got all these other great? you know qualities and and what he wants to do and she said i don't know yeah it's a value judgment like there are certain deal breakers for everybody yeah and i mean i is it gonna be a deal breaker with enough people that we're gonna go through another four years of what we've been doing now like i don't know it's it'll be interesting to see but it's it's an interesting tactic and i i really hope the being a nice person truthful and honest like you don't get that with politicians very much these days like at all but do nice guys nice guys usually finish last in politics unfortunately uh, nice guys finish last in a lot of things <laughs> oh yeah we could get into that couldn't we anyway uh that's a show yeah interesting we need feedback we do we do give us feedback i don't care if you've talked to us before give us feedback talk about pot guys talk about pot what have your experience pot experiences been <laughs> tell us uh, tell us when you uh, the last time you did illegal substances please don't info don't do that. at com. twitter is the lazy elephant and unhappy beaver as i said we need feedback and reviews we like five stars on the itunes you can find me at p swickard mm. on my normal twitter account and ryan you can find him at r murphy indeed ryan sir What's that? Where what, what? What? Anything you want to give a shout out to? Um, just that Paul and I are going to start playing video games Sundays at eight thirty. 
at some point we will we will be going live. We're just trying to work out the kinks, but just keep that keep that that time frame in the back of your head. It's like, oh, it's eight thirty. I shouldn't be watching Breaking Bad. I can do that tomorrow. I'm going to watch Paul and Ryan play a video game. Boom, boom. It's we're entertaining, as you can tell. We'll talk about pot. We won't be on pot, but we'll talk about pot. I what? <laughs> all right. Thank you, folks. Uh, we will see you all next week. It's a flaw, really, when I think about it, because I end up playing a lot of. It takes a lot for a game. Is this to be a Canada bad. nice thing? Uh no, it's just it's a, just like I, oh these people tried so hard. I need an adult. Oh my god! Somebody get me an adult.